Do complex legal issues hold you back? Let's get energized and bring clarity to your top legal questions. This is Law Talk with the Flock by Guzman Law Firm. Gina Guzman, a CEO, lawyer, author, and woman business owner here to help navigate you through the law, your business, and life as a leader. Today we're continuing with our CEO Mistakes series, and I have with me our Sioux City Managing Partner, Attorney William Hale. Today Will and I are going to discuss trade secrets. Welcome to the podcast, Will. Thanks, Gina. Good to be here. Awesome. Will, before we jump into trade secrets, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, you bet. So um, I grew up in uh, the Sacramento, California area, and then slowly but surely worked my way over here to the Midwest. I've been in Sioux City for um, just since July, so it's only been a few months now, and absolutely love it up here. Uh, I'm a litigator by trade, which means that I get to sue people for a living. Um, I help them to win disputes either between various businesses over contract or, um, you know, other disputes like that. Uh, I also do uh, intellectual property disputes uh, involving copyrights, trademarks, uh, things like that, trade secrets. Um, and I'm leading a wonderful team here in our Sioux City office that handles all sorts of other things that, that I don't handle, including uh, family law, uh, state planning, business transactions, you name it. Great. Well, Will, I'm excited to talk with you and uh, have our listeners get to hear us discuss trade secrets. You and I actually work together on a number of trade secret cases. Yeah, we do. We, uh, we do both the uh, plaintiff side and the defense side. So we've seen both sides of the aisle. So, Will, what is a trade secret? Let's start by talking about that for a minute. Comments on that? Yeah, you bet. So there's different types of secret information that a company may have. Oftentimes people think of patents, right? It's the thing that they want to protect. But the problem with a patent is that it's public. In order to get a patent, you have to basically give the information to the Patent and Trademark Office and it's on public record that anyone can see. A trade secret, on the other hand, is not something you officially register, but it is information that you intentionally and very purposefully keep secret keep confidential through the different actions that you take. Um, and it's, it's information that the value of that information is the fact that it is secret, where if that information were to get out, it could hurt your business. Um, it could give a competitor an, an unfair advantage. And, um, and so it's important that you, that you take those steps for that information. A common one that people think of is the, uh, the secret recipe for KFCs, you know, 11 herbs and spices. Um, that's not published anywhere, uh, and they take very elaborate steps to make sure that, that nobody finds out that. I think uh, the elaborate steps that nobody finds out that, that is so key. I know Coca-Cola and the recipe for that is also very proprietary and trade secret. And, some of the things they do to help keep it secret are not even their distributors or their dealers know exactly what goes into that. And they um, 
you know, ship them product in different ways and from different departments. And uh, very few people in the entire corporation actually know what that recipe is. Uh, very similar to what you were talking about. And um, keeping it secret. Let's, let's discuss that for a little bit, Will, because I know sometimes we get people to come to us and say, oh my gosh, my usually it's a former employee. Uh, they took this and now they're going to compete with me. And uh, they get upset and riled up and it's different than a non-compete, but they uh, they want to protect whatever it is. And they, you can't just protect anything, right, Will? How do you go about protecting stuff? Right. So you got to, the, the law says you have to take reasonable steps to keep it secret. Part of that could be um, and should be having confidentiality agreements that your employees are signing. Um, it can involve limiting access to it, like you're talking about with Coca-Cola. I think Kentucky Fried Chicken does the same where they make their seasoning packets in several different locations, making a portion of it, and then they combine it. So no one person knows all the, the recipe together. So depending on the different industry that you're in and the nature of the secret itself that you're trying to protect, that'll help determine what some of those steps are. Um, so it just, it varies. And let's talk about what some of the common things are we see people trying to protect beyond recipes. I think there's a lot of times there's customer lists, pricing data, how you do what you do, if you do it in a unique way, um, your vendors and your vendor agreements, and then potentially also future strategy and how you're going to compete in the marketplace. Um, those are all things I think about uh, companies talking to me about with how can we make this uh, trade secret, how can we protect it, or on the converse, how can we go after somebody for stealing this stuff from us? Yeah, exactly. There, there's all those different types there, but part of the key is it to it is that it's not something that's readily available. Um, you, you might want to think that your customer list is proprietary, but if it's public knowledge that you have those customers, if you're advertising on your website with testimonials from those customers, it'd be really hard to argue that those customers on your list are a trade secret. That makes a lot of sense. So uh, be careful what you market and does that violate or uh, I guess help you not protect a trade secret. So. Keeping confidential, that, that's a big thing. And I think if you're proactive and you're a company or a CEO or uh, anybody in the C-suite and you're trying to think about how can I protect my business and do some risk management, identifying what is confidential and secret to your business and then actually making a proactive plan on how can you protect this. And, and that would be a, a great conversation to have with an attorney to go through. Uh, I've seen a whole host of different things. I know at the firm when we have confidential stuff, a lot of times I'll say, hey, make sure we put that in a footnote, uh, market private and confidential, and uh, just for our own internal things. And obviously there's a whole nother layer of confidentiality when it comes to legal stuff, but just thinking proactively on how are you gonna restrict access. Um, if everybody has the access to the full network and all of your stuff is there, that, that's probably not the best way to go. Right, even if, uh, even if you were still able to claim that it was a trade secret, if everybody has access to everything, it puts you at a larger risk of a former employee using that information and um, you know then you're into litigation for that. So it, it's important to identify what the secrets are and then who actually needs access to them so it's easier to control and, and keep those confidential. So speaking of employees, I, I also think it's important that you look at your employee handbook and make sure that 
you have a statement in there that if an employee does take your confidential trade secrets and you have to um, go after that, that you could get your attorney fees. And that's um, something specifically noted in the statute that you can try and get your attorney fees later if you've given them notice in advance. Exactly, yeah. The attorney's fees on, on a trade secret type case can get pretty substantial uh, depending on the, the nature of it and, and how detailed everything is. And so if you're able to put that in there and, and pass that uh, cost or pass that liability onto uh, the, the bad doer, then, then that's even better for you. So a lot of this comes up with, uh, we're talking about current employees or former employees. And I know I'll just share a story. I had once uh, a case that involved a pharmaceutical business. They actually got broken into and uh, the people that broke into the plant uh, went to the CFO's office and stole a bunch of binders off the shelf and took some operating procedures and confidential information, like literal theft into the business. and. You don't see that as much anymore. Usually it's all electronic. And a lot of the um, issues of protecting your trade secrets today uh, involve computers and making sure you have your data on lockdown. Uh, I know we work with a lot of computer experts in this field too, don't we, Will? Yes, we do. I, um, just about any case that involves a trade secret, you're gonna need to have uh, a, a vendor, a technical vendor who's gonna help you to gather and compile and sort through all the the mountains of, of uh, data, mountains of documents that could be involved in it. So it's very important to have those partnerships and it's good to have those ahead of time too and to know what you're going to do as a business to protect your data. Cybersecurity is, is a big deal. Um, there, there's always all sorts of cyber threats and, and part of what they target is that secret information, there are those trade secrets there. So you need to make sure that you've taken the steps and prepared to have everything locked down appropriately so you're at a less risk of someone stealing that and using it. There certainly is a, a lot to think about when you're trying to protect your business and the risks that uh, can happen. And I think what I see with CEOs is a lot of times they don't think about these risks until it's too late and they're actually in a dispute. And so hopefully today somebody's listening to this podcast saying, oh my gosh, I never really considered all these issues before. And reach out and have a conversation with your attorney before you actually have the circumstance or the issue, um, or if you're proactively thinking about, you know, I want to do this or that or the other, and am I going to violate something here? Those are all great discussions to have and to think about on the front end. We'll, we'll close on that today, Will, and I just want to thank everybody for listening and Will for joining me on the podcast. Go make it worth it. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us for Law Talk with the Flock by Gooseman Law Firm. We hope you feel energized and ready to soar past your goals. Become a Flock fan and subscribe to our podcast for weekly episodes. Learn more at goosemanlaw.com.